not only is Chicago deep dish pizza an absolute disgrace to the word pizza, but I'm also lactose intolerant, so I'll also shit my pants at Tinley's. Welcome to From the Ground Up, where we talk to reptile keepers and breeders about all things cold-blooded. Sit back and have a beer with us. Well, some of you are driving. If you're driving, keep your hands tended to and enjoy the show. Welcome to From the Ground Up. It is just Joe and I today. Unfortunately, yes. our guests couldn't do it, but we always have us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we always have us. That's depressing. <laughs> what? When all else fails, just us. We have us. And I don't know. That's good. At least we're back. It's good enough for us. Yeah. Hopefully and it is good all, enough for well, you as we well. We always have stuff to talk about. It's, I'm sure it won't be as like educational as a lot of our other podcasts. But. Yeah, so I just want to talk about like the current state of things that have been going on lately, and then also we are going to talk about transactions gone wrong and upcoming Tinley. Yeah, yeah, that's Duh. that's gonna be crazy, huh? Yeah, which obviously we still have another podcast of between now and Tinley, <laughs> but um, we're gonna hopefully we're not gonna have, have a as guest. big of an opportunity to talk about well, it. Well, hopefully we'll have a guest on. Our guest will make it next week, um, and so we'll be able to do it. Um, thanks, Todd, by the way. Okay, so um, where do you want to start? So I just want to start at the fact that we've done, like, finally we had a weekend off from, from reptile shows. Yes, before that, I think we had three or four uh, shows in a week or in, in a, a row. row. And I have to say, like, I have no idea who how people do shows every weekend. It truly is I think exhausting. that's exactly how people end up being those guys who are just on their phone in the chair. And then it's like, why are you doing the show? But you're really bitter because you're tired from doing shows every single weekend and traveling. At least right. I would be if I had to do it like all you're the time. Just, you're exhausted. And then you also, you know, nine, not 90, 80% of the people who come to your table probably aren't going to buy. Oh, a lot more than that. You think more than 80? People that just walk by, yeah. Um, well, who stop? Whatever, probably eight ninety percent. And so you know when to give them your attention and when not to. So I hope we never get to that point. Um, last year, yes, that's over dialing it back. <laughs> last year, when we first started signing up for shows, I remember Joe was like, "No, I want to do at least three a weekend or three a month." And I was like, "Okay, that sounds crazy." And you're like, "But we got to, we got to," and we did it, and. No, it was good. I mean, we had a good time while we were there, but at the end of the day, you don't have you have zero recovery in the weekend. I mean, it's not it's really fun, but it is also really tiring and the traveling can be a little bit a little bit much. I think potentially in the future if we're both doing this full time, then it'll be easier. Yeah, because it's like in the rest of the week you get to unwind a little bit. Right. So I think most of the people who do a show every weekend are doing snakes full time. And so they have the weeks. I mean, obviously, it's not like they're doing nothing during the week. They're prepping for the next week and yeah, feeding and cleaning is, uh, and all that. Yeah, but, it's the putting the animals back from the show, feeding them all, and then getting them out again. It's like, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a pain in the ass to do it over and over again. But they have that time so they can sleep in on Monday if they need to. Yeah. Um, but so we did our two shows in um, – or our three shows, Baltimore Oaks, Harvard Grace. 
Uh, and now we took a break just to catch up on home things. Home things. Other yes, things. Yes, and clean the house. Right. <laughs> like, that's just like Sunday or Saturday, usually like clean the house and do stuff like that. And it's like when that doesn't happen, then yeah, that's no good. Oh, there's something I wanted to say a while ago. Yeah. Um, someone who listens to the podcast came up to us at the Baltimore show. We were talking about his collection, and he keeps ball pythons. He's like, ah, Melissa, I know you hate ball pythons. And I just want to make it known to everyone. It is not that I hate ball pythons. I dislike the ball python uh, market. I think that is – I just don't like the the craze with it all. That's, I don't think there's much of a craze anymore. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but, but it's, 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 a, it's a whole no, different not the mentality. Craze, the, not the craze of the people, but like the trying <laughs> to get as many morphs in it, that thing, or yeah. the like, let's get the most. Like, there's a lot of the. There's then again, certain, we we do that in corn snakes. We just don't care about everyone else. I feel like that's just the, the only thing that keeps us out of that rat race is not really, not really worrying about anything that's going on with anyone else. Not that, you know, we don't wish the best for other people, but it's also just doing our own thing, kind of trying to stay in our own lane more so than worrying about what all is going on in the industry. But I don't hate them. Like and no. he had some really cool ball pythons. There's lots, there's many, many cool ball python morphs. It's just a different yeah. world. Yeah, it's just... Wow. wow. No, it's a, it's a bigger pool, so there's going to be more people involved, so you never really know. And what you realize from everyone is that it's not just, I think ball python people get a bad rap for... I don't know, either being money driven or ego driven or anything like that. But, but there honestly, are a lot like them in the ball. Dealing, dealing with any of the professional breeders, they it's all have like egos. That. Yeah, they really. It's and and I guess I guess we do too. I don't know. <laughs> Not to the level. I don't know. You just don't see it in corns, I think, to the level of ball pythons. And maybe in five years, they'll be there, too. And then I'll not like the corn market. It just... Or you just... Yeah, we haven't been exposed to enough. Right. Yeah. Someone's going to tell me that, you know... Someone's going to be there always poo-pooing what you're doing. And, poo-pooing? Yes. And <laughs> and trying to, you know, drag you down. That's just going to happen. But... Yeah, we don't really see that happen. It's more of like when, when money was put into the whole system with ball pythons. That's when things got weird and people started, you know, screwing each other over and all that good stuff. Yeah, it happens. Um, but, okay, moving forward. So another thing we talked about, you know, when we were starting this business and things we want to do is that we want to um, maintain a really big social media presence. So obviously we do really these pop- wrong with really big <laughs> yeah, yeah um obviously we want to or excuse me i can't think obviously we do this podcast on youtube every week um we do our facebook live streams we do our instagram posts we do youtube videos and we set a plan initially the youtube or the instagram is what came first we started our instagram and we said we want to post the picture every day because it felt like that was the best way to feed into the algorithm of Instagram. Also, just to get our snakes out there yeah. and to get our name out there. And we did that for a very long time. And we felt like we were getting growth from it. But it's kind of hard with all of the social Completely media plateaued. things. Completely plateaued. Not even plateaued. It it's hard to complete to, hard. to put in as much effort when you're not seeing that 
uh, any results. Any results. It's it's even though weird. I think we're better than when we started, but we're getting the results of say a year and a half ago. It's hard to keep up the motivation to do it, even though it isn't all about the numbers. It's still hard to have you know fifteen thousand followers and no one comments on a picture or anything weird like that, and then think that everything you know and just keep on going. It's I think it's also about you know not just sticking to your word about doing it once every day. It's also seeing when your strategy isn't working and pivoting or seeing, you know, regrouping and saying, hey, this isn't as good as it once was. How can we make it better? And creating something, you know, different. You know, we're going to we're going to have to just come up with a different way to do things and we'll figure it out. But it's kind of like it's it's also I came to a crossroads at a certain point where it's like I always wanted to be a reptile breeder. I never wanted attention or to be like famous, even if it's in like a small capacity. So it's, I don't know, it's just not really my drive. And I really wanted to get back to focusing on since we've been doing so many shows and doing so many other things, just focusing on breeding snakes, basically. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to breed snakes. So I'm not a YouTuber. I'm not a podcaster. I'm not a Instagrammer. I'm not a TikToker. <laughs> I'm not a patty whacker or oh, any God. of that. I'm not anything but a snake breeder, and that's what I always wanted to be. And these are just ways for me to contribute to the hobby as well as give back to others who are interested in it or build people's interest in it, which I want to do. But then again, we are we're not going to appeal to a mass group because that's kind of still not what we're trying to do in a way. Meaning, like, we're not going to go, like, the, we're not going to dumb down our content for kids because that's just not who we are. At least it's not who we are yet. Who knows? Maybe we have kids one day and we're like, something clicks and we understand, you know, we should really be doing all this stuff for kids. But at this point, you know, I want to talk like a normal person and be us and drink beer on the podcast. Are you and losing your out. voice, by the way? Yeah. Well, since I've been sick, it's, yeah, I'm just, like, stuffed up. So weird. I, have, I guess we haven't talked. I'm trying not to sniff one, though. Which is crazy because James Lewis was on, you know, that was almost a week ago, and I was sick really then. sick then. So. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just kind of burnt down on a few things, and, you know, I got a new job, so I got to focus on that as well. And I've just been focusing more on – it's also been nice mm-hmm. to just do things that I find fun that have nothing connected to anything. Because, like, my – my hobby was snake breeding and then all of a sudden it's this whole thing and then there's a lot of work connected to it. So like, I like, I like cleaning the snakes and doing all that. I know it's been weird, but I've been getting more into you're looking at me weird, but I, that has been passing the time much better for me lately than say taking a picture, taking a picture used to be really fun for me, but for some reason I don't, I don't know. And it's like just cleaning the snakes and spending time with the snakes and focusing more on everything I have to do with the snake is just it's just fulfilling me more. And then also having time to do other things that aren't. Um, wow, my voice is bad. OK, I'll talk. <clears throat> um, oh, yeah. God. So if you get to know Joe, which I feel like you guys, you kind of know, him, but not really. Joe is a person who adds own pressure. <laughs> To himself so some would call it anxiety anytime someone's like oh like when's the next youtube video coming out to the 
to me, it's like, oh, we'll do it when we make it, whatever. But Joe like thinks it's about that in it, and he he digs his own grave a lot of times. And so that was social media <laughs> in the beginning. It was fun, but he started to like dig his own grave with. All and of I never it. really cared about any of the numbers or anything like that. And then, but then when they then grow and when you stop, well, when you're growing, yeah. when it's growing, it's like okay, I don't care how much we're growing. But when it stops, then you just feel this need. And I'm to like, like, I'm still putting in that effort. And right. it's still not, and then it's like, and then that's kind of set. And that's kind of what happened with YouTube too, is that I wanted to bump up the quality of our content. And then eventually I just saw the same return for the last two years or so, even though the content was getting better and better and I found it to be better and better. We just weren't getting the results. And then, and then we're like, okay, let's scale it back. I will only spend, you know, an hour or two three, four editing instead of, you know, these day long edits, multiple day edits. And then I just realized that I got the same results. Yeah, that's fine. But I also wasn't as excited about the product. So it's like, I actually got more fulfillment from from taking longer to edit, even though the results were the same. I was more proud of the video that came out. And therefore, I was more happy doing that. So it's kind of this weird but then you weren't once it, no, but then you then, weren't yeah. it's like you were when you were making the video and spending the eight hours, you were happy. But then when the video came out and we got the same results or less, then it was like, yeah. So to wrap it all up, we're still <laughs> gonna make YouTube videos, but they're not gonna be as frequent. I don't think there's any reason for us to like feed the algorithm or do anything. I think we really we have our our audience I mean, and, we're it's, not and it's saying- not going to be huge. And there may be a time where I go and sprint on it again. Like this isn't a for sure thing, but this is for right now. So if you, and we have one in the shoot, so we, we already filmed the video. It's probably not the business, the best business model model, but we kind of do things of what we're feeling right now. And, um, one thing though we've always said is we want to be transparent with you guys. So like we're telling you right now, we're going to keep doing YouTube videos, but it's not going to be as frequent. We're going to do pictures, but we might miss a day here or there. Obviously we're not doing the Facebook live streams every day. <laughs> um, but when we have something we want to talk about, or, you know, when we have a moment, we will definitely do them. Um, at Tinley, I would like to get in some 15 minutes here or there. They might just be silliness. Um, but just to show you guys what Tinley's about, uh, but we just always want to be upfront with you. Um, and we're still trying to, the podcast is the one thing I'm saying right now. It's probably going to be still consistent. Uh, obviously our days are not consistent. Sometimes they happen on Wednesdays, Tuesday, yeah. Monday, whatever, but the podcast is going to continue. And we want to still try to continue to bring you guys a variety of guests. Mm-hmm. Trust me for every one guest we have on each week, we have message 20. Yeah, yeah, especially people. lately. It's been crazy. Lately, but... people have been dropping, pushing us back, whatever. But whatever. I, I think it's important to to realize or to acknowledge the fact that, like, our business is growing and everything's going great, even though we are scaling back. Like, it really hasn't affected anything, which is like, you know, all these numbers don't don't really matter that much. I mean, I'm not saying we're selling snakes flying they're not flying off the shelf or anything monetarily but the shows have been pretty good having the shows and everything has been yeah has been pretty good um sorry uh but yeah we definitely want to keep showing you guys things 
uh, love for paws. Look at the corn snakes in or on Instagram. <laughs> They're still there. I want to do some videos here. There's and there. also probably like five hatchling videos that you haven't seen or the snakes Maybe. from last year. Yeah, I feel like no one saw those things. But we do have a video coming up soon that actually do not have any corn snakes in it, but they do have snakes. Pretty close. Cousins of corn snakes. Pretty close. Um, and yeah, when we have the time or the the driver, what's the word? Inkling. No, that's not the word either. Whatever. Yeah, we will um we'll we'll put another video out there. But we just wanted to let you guys know where we are with that. Um, other than that, we are still still trying to get so many snakes eating. And I say we, I shouldn't say we, that's a total Joe thing. I am, I have no part. Yeah, that's where, that's also the fact that I'm, you know, I'm chopping off 15 mouse tails, assist feeding them, and then assist feeding all the EBKs now, and boiling like 25 pinkies, and then thawing out the rest, and then feeding the rest of the collection. Things are just much more labor intensive lately. So that's also... But it's been nice, like I said before, for me to focus on the animals more so than social media and all that stuff. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, That's what really matters. Right. So, um, speaking of that, I don't, we're not like tracking exactly how many um, we're doing assist feeding and stuff. Um, but do you feel like you've reduced any? It seemed when I went in there last, it seemed like most are either on boiled live or tails. You've, it yeah. seems like very few have still eaten nothing. No, all the tails that those are cis fed. No, but I don't think there's any snakes that are taking nothing. Right. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, assist feeding is taking nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm jamming I mean, it down their fucking throat. I don't know how much more of taking nothing you want, but they could, sure. They could still, they're, they're they not can really fail assist, they can but fail I just assist, put it down. Right. I put it down further. I mean, that snake's yeah. got to eat. Ew, but they're not like regurging the next day. No. What's the longest you can remember of a snake uh, surviving without eating, like without for real eating <laughs> or independently eating. eating? I mean, they can go a good two months before you see any. I feel like some any are, bad decline. I feel like some are on that real. Soon. Oh yeah, yeah, but they're but they're eating, but they're being assist fed tails, so so they're getting it. They get some time. They're. They're getting something. It's really, it's really not a sustainable thing. You really want to see them go over. And pinkies is too hard at this stage. Those eastern black kidney snakes were very hard to get their mouths open. Really? Those were. Why do you think pain. they were more difficult? Their heads are very, very small. And for some reason, like you can't, like, like the mouse tail, I can kind of wedge into the top of the mouth and kind of pry open that bottom jaw to start it going in. The king snakes are like, their mouths are closed. And those are like the only king snakes that don't want to bite anything. So the Eastern Black King snakes just come out really, really chill. So it's, I can't get them to get pissed off and bite me or anything like that. Although I did have one uh, take a shit and then I didn't have, I didn't have my shoes on and the shit fell literally right on my big toe. And then I was like, oh, my God, I want to wipe that off so bad. But I had to keep on assist feeding before I could go and wipe it off. Was I home? Yeah. Why yeah it was you... last night. I don't know what you were doing. You were downstairs watching The Bachelor hey, or something. Not literally. I was definitely in the bed doing work. <laughs> yeah. So Kyle asks, do these females consistently produce problem feeders for you? So 
typically it won't exactly it'll be a good spread from the clutches it'll be like the bottom you know whatever percentile of the clutches and i've had there are certain ones that do um, produce problem feeders and that's more so the lineage of the animals so that's more so the fact that they come from keys corns and often in the keys those animals are going to be started on a nulls so i think just in their instincts are telling them to eat nulls rather than rodents and then even though i try and null send i can't always get them over and i haven't had to do any full-blown nulls this year but then again i didn't try on the assist feeders i just tried to null scent if they didn't take a null scent Sorry, you're being assist fed. I, I can't, I can't find a nulls consistently small enough for a baby. I mean, I could definitely pull them apart and give them weird parts of the animal. Ew, but... Ew. <laughs> but I didn't want to mess with that at all this year. Have you haven't tried braining yet? Braining? No, no. And that is something that I've done with ball pythons, but I haven't done it with with rodents. Ugh, I just feel funny. like for the colubrids, and this is totally. I should totally try it, but. I'm just saying my thought initially was the fact that it's not that the fact that they need more good rodent scent. It's that they actually don't want to take rodents. They actually want to take lizards and they just want trying that. to get them to trick them on that. But yeah. yeah. And then, so it's not consistent across specific females. It's just, yeah. And then James, the, the pines took frozen thought adult mice literally from the egg. Which is just crazy because that's when my adult corn snakes are on adult mice and the Louisiana pines come out of the Jeez. egg on, on adult mice. On the things that the adult pines <laughs> eat. That's so crazy. What do you think a pine would eat a snake? No, not that I know mm, of. I feel like they'll just eat anything. No, oh, so um, Isaac asked, if you have a bunch of stubborn ones, are you going to try to cool them down? So I have done that before. And like I did that with the, with the sunglass, right? And <laughs> although people... Here. People have had success with that. I haven't personally, and I just tried it one time. But, you know, maybe that is in the cards for some of them. But Can you explain that? To be honest, they're, they're going to be too far gone probably by that time. So some people, when they don't have their – when they don't have their – uh, When their animals aren't feeding from the year before, their animals go in brumation, and therefore you put them down. You can put the animal in brumation and take them up and then – their babies will start be, eating. They should uh, be hungry, right? Yeah, it's kind of out. like a reset button for... But by just by November, December, that'll be so many months of them not eating. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, I feel like there's one more. I'm not comfortable with any of our animals that are... I mean, these animals at this point were born, you know, easily two months ago. I'm not comfortable with doing that. With waiting till November and December. Nope. And doing that. Um, Kyle said, do those Eastern Black Kings potentially go, oh, that's we just literally. Potentially, but in the wild, potentially, but that's not happening here. And that is not what people have consistently seen in captivity. So, I mean, if they double clutched, yeah, I'm sure there's a certain amount of babies that may go right into brumation, but it's not a, it's not a species that is specific to that. It's not it's like, yeah, I forget, I forget what species do that, but. Yeah, they're not that late in the season. They're typical, typical. Just the corn horns, yeah. Yeah, um, spring breeders there for summer babies, and they should be going. And earlier, uh, Todd Danielson asked, "What do you ask? I think what things we're gonna, what type of snakes do we plan to get started breeding?" So if you guys saw on our Instagram, we we're doing a breeding loan with an MBK, and I am just crossing my fingers. 
I say that, I probably won't even want to touch their babies. I feel like their babies are going to be like the Florida babies, and Florida babies scared no, me. it's somewhere in between the EBKs and the and the Floridas. And the Floridas. Okay. <laughs> so, so EBK is Eastern Black King Snake, which is native to the United States. A whole range, basically down the middle of the United States, all the way from, I think, Kentucky, maybe the most northern, which is what we have, all the way down to like Alabama and stuff like that. Yeah. And then the Mexican Black King Snakes are in Mexico. And then they have some integrating with the Splendida or the Desert King Snake in uh, the southern part of the United States. Cool. So hopefully we can have some of those available for you guys next year. Um, also, if you saw, we got a Goinai that I have been wanting for so, so long. We only got one because I'm super particular. And I mean, if we happen to get another one before it's time to put them down and, you know, we have time to quarantine and everything... Uh, then who knows? We might. Oh, wait, no, this one's what am I saying? This what are you talking about? This I'm losing my mind. I'm losing my mind. <laughs> this thing's had like 10 meals in your Get out of here. Sorry, three year. years. I'm crazy. I'm crazy. Never mind. Um, nope. So only the MBK. Uh, there's nothing else next year. We'll nothing else is really new, is it? I mean, we have black rats. We can probably breed black rats if we really try. Well, next they're year, kind of they small. Feel small. Yeah, I know. Some people breed them in two years. I don't know what the I hell mean, those people are doing. But we'll see. There's multiple, mo- you know. It's how only... do you grow a, a black? Well, I know exactly <laughs> how you, how you grow, grow a black rat up in <laughs> two years. But like, why would you want to do that? I don't know. That's just not right to me. That a corn snake. I give them an easy three years, and then this six foot black rat snake I'm gonna push in two. Well, it doesn't really make we'll much also sense. See. I mean, it's only it's only the first day of October, but yeah, they feel small. Yeah. Um, we have a lot of new corns going, but obviously that's just still corns next year. Oh yeah, Ryan asked about the Texas rats or the Western rats, and we have a uh, leucistic and we have a het leucistic, and they oh, from Mike right. Oh, I forgot about those. But they're but thanks. they're just coming up on a year as well. Thanks, Ryan, for reminding me about my own collection. <laughs> Your own collection. You yeah. haven't you haven't seen any of the rat snakes in forever. So our, our own. Well, that's why I forget about. She them. avoids pretty much ninety eight percent of the collection. She has like ones that she knows she can touch, and that's about it. And Ryan only remembers the the western rats. Did it because bite him? The uh-huh. Lucy just like jumped out at him. That's yeah. why I don't touch them. <laughs> yeah. How, so they're only a year old? Yeah. Okay. So they got time on those two. I mean, and they're growing well. But, <laughs> not but that that's long. crazy. In like, I mean, I say. Three, Think about it. We were in, in Philly. We first moved to Philly and when Mike sent me that package with them in there. Really? Same with Slowinski. I are looking good, but they got maybe one more a year. So in like four years, what we're selling could be like very, very different. Yeah, plus more of the same. Well, I mean, obviously continuing also corns. Also think about all the of the that corns all these that are growing up. All the, I mean, the corns are the same, but all these different, like, give us three years. We got kings, we got rat. Like, we're going to, we have our little colubrity. Yeah, it's it's kind of scary because I have all these animals growing up. But it's it's crazy to think if everything goes perfect, we could have double the amount of clutches in like three years. And so how do we plan in for that? Three years, we have to be in a house. <laughs> I mean, there's no question. I already want to be in a house next year because we had so many. Not that we're not in a house, but our house touches two other houses. It's a <laughs> row home, so it's like, yeah, we need a full size house. Um, and especially because already next year, which means um, we can't be in city limits, right? So much. this year we had so many 
incubation issues and egg, you know, birth issues and everything like that. And this was our first year incubating. Probably hatching, not birth. Sorry, hat- hatching issues. This is our first year incubating in Philly because we moved last August. So they had already, you know, hatched and whatever. So I feel like our closet or our space that we used last year is not, it's not going to work well again. Just I don't want to do it again because we had so many issues. But it's like in a row home, you only got so many options for where to incubate things. And I don't want them to take over our entire house. Um, And so that's definitely like, I wish we could move next year into a full size house, but that's just not in the cards. Um, So we're going to have at least one more year here and we just got to find another way. I mean, do we get a a wine cooler thing and do it that way? Just so it's something that, you know, stays closed and everything. No, we have too many for. That's what I was thinking yeah. for the wine cooler. I mean, it was... yeah, I mean, we could do an incubator. I could set up a fridge. But I think I got a fucking fridge in here. That's which sounds is... miserable. Yeah, then you need room for a fucking fridge. <laughs> but you, I mean, they don't have to be. Maybe if we put something that's insulated in the snake room. Maybe we'd have better luck, yeah. but it, it's just hard. It's hard. Last year, I mean, I've obviously um, I've used incubation on Python eggs, all that stuff, so I know how to do all that stuff. But the reason to have colubrids is because the eggs are easier and you don't have to use an incubator. We just got to keep. I think we just got to keep is- the room more more steady. I wasn't paying attention to it a lot. I was letting it swing because I've been told that that's not really a big deal. Well, and in Texas, I think it did, but for some reason yeah. here, it's different. In Texas, we just had it in a closet. Now, granted, it was a closet that we didn't go in that much. You know, we weren't checking on it, so it stayed closed. But in our snake room, it was also in a closet, but it was in a closet where also the hatchling nuts are. So that door to that closet was open all the time. We were in and out of the snake room, lights on off, whatever, whatever. Um, and we weren't that cognizant of the temperature too much because we didn't have to be. But obviously, each room is different and each city is different. And so I don't know if next year we just like extra crazy about the temps and keep them in that room or try somewhere else. Yeah. I don't know. I would like to keep them in a place where we're not check, like we're not having to like go in it so much. And so I don't know if that means we take the yearling rack out of that closet for incubation time um, just so that it can stay closed. And that might be the answer. Um, I don't know. I don't know. We'll figure it. We'll figure it out. You know, you have all winter to plan these things because you don't have anything else to do. So yes, this is our busy time. Why? I mean, it's nice to make plans, but I don't really have time to think about this stuff when I'm shoving tails down throats. You know. Yeah. Well, this is just what I'm yeah. thinking about right now. Ryan, Ryan, and James were asking about like caging and stuff. Like, like eventually we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna have to buy cages for the uh, for the black rats as well as the. The Texas rats and Western Another rats. reason to be in a full size house. And this is this is the reason why I mean I took the job that I have now is the fact that I can make a good living and then we can put all this snake money and put it into like caging and stuff like that because I foresee us needing that a lot in the future and I don't want to pay it uh, with my own money. <laughs> I would rather uh, have the snakes pay for it. So. so eventually we'll need a cage for the olive and then cage for all the rats. Cage for the olive. I mean, I would love, I would love an eight foot for the olive, right? And then have four foots, making on top, it the top of, of it four four foot, or I can't do two two foot two four foots. Oh, well, we can have four four foots for the pairs of rats, the the black rats and the the western that makes rats. More than eight. Four four foots is twelve. Is sixteen. 
Am I crazy? What? Four four foot cages make four cages. What, what's the math here? I thought you were stuck on top of an eight foot. Uh, on top of an eight okay. foot. All of them they're, would be wider. Are you doing two, two and two? They're eight foot wide. Right, and then you try to put four four foots? That doesn't work. Okay. Unless you stack them. Yes, yes, we're oh. stacking them. I thought what, you just, I thought you just wanted one layer on top of the olive. I didn't know you were going to do two and two. So you're going to go the olive, two, and then two? I can do whatever I want. Okay, ceilings aren't limitless. I mean, yeah, you can fit four foot snow. You can <laughs> okay. easily go three. Okay. Have you you've seen Owen's room? Yes. He has like four See, layers. I don't like rooms like that. And I know a lot of snake people have floor to ceiling cages. Yeah. But it just feels very, I feel claustrophobic. In I don't like floor to ceiling. Well, it would look cages. It would look different in our room. Our just because his has room a few in the terms future in that it. doesn't exist currently. No, our rooms are in here. <laughs> We're not getting the cages to leave. Um, but okay, so an eight foot cage for the olive. Four forefoots for the rats. Anything else? That's no. It. I like Justin trying to do your math in the comments. It's pretty funny. I don't even know what you're trying to calculate. <laughs> it's like, I don't four, know. You just four. stack them on top of each other. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, I give up. Um, but we have more than four rats, don't we? No. I mean, we have Everglades rats and we have gray rats now. But the gray rats really don't get that much larger um some of the some of the black rats will the western rats might i mean realistically it is how much you feed them to where se seven feet is a, is a good animal but a lot of them really will be more in the five range i'm sure the way we feed at least we'll see um know. todd we'll said see. the racks that emily and i got for the bulls seem to work well so those are i believe though what's that company with uh Three letters. All I know is AP, which is obviously is not three. Right. So they're basically <laughs> like like the freedom breeders, and then they have the they have the windows in the ARS. front. ARS. There you go. Thank you, three lettered rap <laughs> company. <laughs> wow. Thank you. I like it. Yeah, I like how everyone just piled on ARS, ARS. ARS. Oh, TGR is three two though. Oh. And that's not what you're thinking of. And that we own TGRs. Yeah. You should know that. Yeah, but it's basically like a, a stainless steel rack, or I don't know if it's stainless steel, whatever the hell it is. But um, they got the windows on it. It's the, is the boa breeder tubs. So that would be nice for like, I don't know, what are we going to do with the Louisiana pines? I would love to have the Louisiana pines Sorry, somewhere. Kyle said POS Rex. <laughs> I think he's referring to one of the companies. But, but yeah, those those racks are just like... You might, you can buy a Toyota Camry for that rack. So, I mean, it, it's it's probably a three thousand dollar rack. Um, Alan asked how we like our TGRs. I like, I like the ones we have, but I know some other people don't. So, and Kyle may or may not be in that camp. I liked it. I don't know. It was also just great that we were able to get it at NARBC already put together. Yeah, I also I also don't like to like look at what other people do and then base my keeping of other people's keeping like as far as i think that for the pines those racks would be absolutely perfect because obviously it's a burrowing animal but the other animals i would love to have actual caging where i can actually put things in there to where they can be snakes how dare i instead of just putting them on newspaper in a rack random question we sold that sumatran right yes okay darren was asking that darren i offered it to you first that is true. You did ask him first. Um, sorry, total 
aside. Um, so yeah, that's Rax. Did anyone? I'm gonna say that's rad for some reason. Yeah, rad. Can I tell you the other day I was working with one of my kids, something was missing in the work. She goes, that's a bummer. And I was like, you're three. What three-year-old says that's a bummer? And then today I was like reading a book and I was going too fast and a kid goes, hold your horses. That seems pretty normal to me. No, three-year-olds don't say hold your horses. Welcome to Kinder World Doesn't amuse you like it is. Um, What do you think about these incubators I see online? Like Hotbox and stuff. I mean, yeah, they look great, but I'm not dealing with Python, so why would I spend all the money? True. For corns, it doesn't make sense. And and even when I did Pythons, I always did either wine cooler or mini fridge or even big refrigerator, you can always, honestly, those refrigerators have better insulation than, uh, those, those incubators are good, but yeah, I'm not spending money on it, basically. Um, Kyle asks, how can we live so close to Matt and not getting short tails? They're just not a thing. I like, there's some, I told him, I said, can I buy it and you can keep it, is what I really want to do when I have the money. The, Which makes it? no sense. What's the one I want? The Matrix, the Marvel, Super the, Marvel. Oh, oh, or the Matrix. It's a combination yeah, that one's of blood. something. Oh, um, shoot, not helpful. Yeah. Um, yes, about short tails. Yeah, it's the same shit. Oh, okay. Oh, someone's gonna have a hemorrhage over that, but <laughs> those would be honest, the same shit. Um, but I mean, they're just—I don't know—they're not my thing. They poop a lot. No, not necessarily. They just have giant. They don't poop That's a lot. What I mean. No, it's but very, the size um, of it. The size of it. Yeah, it I happens like every corn. once in a while. I like my corn. My corn. You poops. don't clean shit. Yeah. But when I have to, <laughs> you want to see me clean less because I can. It's it's easier. It's easier <laughs> to clean up after after short. No, tails granted, and... they do keep the short tails here. You can keep them on paper towel, and it's easy to you know dump that. But they're just not a thing. But there are some pretty ones. But you know, everyone has. I think now I do dream world, not dream world, but like if had the space and just, you know, some want to do some more pets. I love his Sanzinia. If you guys haven't seen, check out Matt, a Philly herpeticulture, herpeticulture, herpeticulture. Um, his Sanzinia is really cool. And I know he worked really hard to get those. Uh, and it's just a cool thing. Um, other than that, Matt, someone said Matt Mental is a bomb. <laughs> Uh, they pooped once a yet. <laughs> uh, they're also talking about Caesar for Max. Uh, should we, since we're talking about Matt, should we talk about Tinley? Should we go into Tinley or should we talk about the transactions? Let's do what we were supposed thing. to do. Transactions thing next? Yeah. Okay. So um, from a suggestion from a very loyal person, fan, I like being only AKA Kyle, now. who's in the chat right now. You yeah, have to say that. I was going to do some lead up. Lead up. I was going to ask him. Kyle chats with us and talks with us and always has good input. He gave us an idea for a show, which is perfect tonight for when a guest drops out. Um, talking about transactions gone bad. Um, kind of what are the expectations of the seller? What are the expectations of the buyer? Retribution and all of that. Um, and actually, it's funny the timing he brought this up because last weekend, no, two weekends ago at the uh, Baltimore show, we were talking to our friend JT. And he bought a, what did he get from Eric? Uh, Arian Gile, let's say. Okay. Or Pop one, depending on who you're talking some, to. <laughs> I got an IJ um, from Eric Burke. And shortly after he bought it, it died. 
Um, and he took it to the vet. I think it was like kidney. Yeah, it basically fluid. it had some type of organ failure that neither Eric or JT could ever do anything about. Right, or no, whatever. So he yes. just messaged Eric. He's like, hey, just want to let you know, like, this is what happened. And Eric being the awesome. And JT was like not expecting. Right, no expectation. Yeah. And I think... To be honest, I'm sorry. That's what the buyer or the buyer should. I I don't think a buyer should have any expectations for any sort of retribution. For that. You know, and he had That's the animal personal. for like a few weeks or something. Like it wasn't right. just the and next it, day. To me, when it's just not, when it's something that was totally out of control of anyone, I don't think buyers should have expectations. Yeah, but then again, but then again, as a seller, you want the person to have a good experience. Right, but I don't. But I'm saying going into it. I think the way JT handled it and was just like, Hey, I just want to let you know, you know, just in case you want to do something with your other ones or whatever. But like, you don't like, I think that's the way to approach it. Now as the seller, I think there's something you should do because there's always something we can do, whether it's, Hey, the next sneaky buy, you get whatever off or you get first pick of next year's clutch or something like that. Like there's no reason why we can't, you know, help those people out. Um, but Eric, because he's awesome, he went above and beyond, and he sent um, he sent JT another snake. Also, because Eric has a, a million. I felt like I was just trying to move you along in that story because I know Eric's listening, and he's like, "Oh fuck, what did I do?" <laughs> like, I hope this ends um, well. And oh. he did the right. He did, he did like right more thing. than the right, right. thing. I mean, I'm, oh, you think he was nervous? But Eric does the right thing all the time. I get nervous when anyone talks about me, like, like um, if MPR did or something. It was like, oh, Joe. I'm like, oh, no, what did I do? We never talked about I hope back. this ends okay. Wait, does NPR talk about you? <laughs> do you get talked about on NPR? We come up every once in a while. Oh, you got to relay these things to me. You know, I don't listen. That doesn't mean that I have to. It's hard to. It's you hard you to heard about like, her pedicle podcast. Hey, babe. Wait, we're on there. They talk about us on there, Holy too? Holy fuck. Never mind. Okay, Move since on. Joe sucks about this, my friends, will you guys let me know when uh, any other podcast mentions? But basically, Eric replaced that animal. And yes, even <laughs> moreover, he replaced that yeah. animal. Yeah, and now I think that was, like, going above and beyond. So that's an example of a transaction kind of gone wrong. Like, it dies weeks after. and Out know, of anyone's control. Out of anyone's control. Buyer, I think, has, you know, and people may disagree with me. People may think that the buyer should have expectations, but I just don't. But I think on the seller, you know, you do what you can to make it right in some way. Um, other transactions, uh, when FedEx messes up, um, what do you think buyer's expectations are? So for me, and we have done this before. Do buyer and- first. Okay. As a buyer, if your snake dies when you're buying, like, what would your expectations be? So, I mean, I'm looking at tracking, and then if I see that it's delayed, I hope that the seller is at least getting in contact with whoever their third party's, you know, provider is, whether it's Shipy Reptiles, whether it's Reptiles Express, all this other stuff. They usually have a contact because FedEx, if you just go on and try to find a number, it's just not going to work for you. You need that's why like someone like Shapey Reptiles, at least for us, is super pivotal because they have that point of contact in order to get to FedEx and kind of know exactly what's going on. So I would contact the seller and say, hey, I see it's delayed. Like, do you have any updates of what's going on? Then I, as the seller, would go contact Shapey Reptiles and Shapey Reptiles would go contact FedEx. And then I need to get back to them. So we've had... We've had packages delayed 
for quite a while. I think it was like at least 24 hours or so. And we ended up, an animal ended up dying in shipping. And so what happened is the buyer got in and obviously I felt terrible and I basically, I replaced it plus some. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's weird. And listen, because... it's not like, it's not our fault, right. but, there, but we did take out shipping insurance, which we do, which is also why we use shipping reptiles is because they have that insurance. So if an animal dies or even if, even if the package arrives late, you are entitled to that refund. So, which is huge. And and it's weird. It's funny because even though this is obviously out of a seller's control too, I feel like the the buyer should expect to get that snake um, replaced. And I don't know why. To me, to me, like kitty cancer or something like that is like different out of your control. I don't know. Shipping is is. Enough within your control to where, yes, the the buyer is entitled to either another animal or some type of retribution. Right, right. Um, And for us, thankfully, you know, with coins, they pop out so many eggs that we're able to replace it easily most of the time. Now, you might not necessarily get the same gender, which really sucks when I know we're But it's also like, hey, this is, I may upgrade them also, meaning it's not a big deal. If you really want a female, instead of that fire, I can upgrade you to a sulfur, which is an extra gene, and I can give you that female. Right. So definitely. Um, What are other transactions gone wrong? So someone in particular sent us a bunch of pictures of a person that sent them an animal that had mites. Yes, I know. And a couple had people told rot. us about that. Which, by the way, if you ever get a shipment with an animal with mouth rot, that's really bad. Honestly, like, I don't know how bad your husbandry has to be to have mouth rot, but I've never had it in any of my collections ever, and I've kept a lot of snakes. And it's like, I don't know. I'm sure it happens. But I think your husband has to be total dog shit. I'm going to be honest. I don't know enough about mouth rot to know. Yeah, and then... So if that it's happens... one thing to have it, second to send a snake with it. Yeah, it's pretty obvious, honestly, when a snake has mites. Look it over, do whatever. I mean, if your collection has mites, you know your collection has mites. I mean, that's not really... Yeah. I don't know. Unless you're super unobservant. And then when you're packaging up that animal, just look it over, man. Do a little 100%. bit here. So, yeah, that's super, super important. And, and I think um, if you, for the person who, if you, if you receive a snake with mites or with um, mouth rot or with any, like, you know, like in an RI, like don't send, you know, yeah, any, you, any you of contact, those visible things. I personally, as a buyer, would not want another snake from that animal. No. I mean, from that person, I bought my money back though. Yes, I would ask for my money back and then I would never talk to that person ever again. Um, yeah. And even if in this, in this particular case, it was, um, you know, that person basically told them he was lying and, and and just basically blocked him on Facebook, which is the easy way to go to. That's I've heard that so many. When times. you don't want to deal with your problems, you just block them. Yeah. Um, and it's unfortunate for that buyer, but you know what the thing is, you block them on Facebook, but that does not block them from spreading your name. For me, that everyone. is that is the green light to say, 
light this bitch on fire. <laughs> we're we're about to fucking Let's make this the most famous motherfucker in all of and just talk bad about you because I, I mean you're asking for it at that point. And if you're gonna say this hobby is supposed to police themselves, then, then we're I'm the fucking them. sheriff in this bitch because I'm about to okay. tell everyone <laughs> about about this person because that is not the right thing to do. And also, the animal came in a package with literally just a snake bag with the names of old snakes crossed off of it, and then like you know Python put on it after. And then literally just placed into the insulated box without any packing material or anything. Like, total scumbag, not even trying to be a decent yeah, human being. Not everyone has to be a Garrett Hartle. But at <laughs> least, you know, Target does some worse packaging than that. Come on, y'all. <laughs> you just got to try. You just got to try. A little just, bit. Just try a little bit. Yeah, but clearly that person wasn't into the whole trying thing. And that, that sure is going to happen, but... We should sure weed out those people because they're not doing the right thing. No matter what, if that's what they're doing, you know, right in front of your face, I can imagine. What they're doing where we can't see. Yep. Yep. And then also, you know, like Isaac said, have people ever tried to scam us? I don't know because I feel like we don't let ourselves get scammed. Yeah, that's the thing. I have gotten scam emails and stuff like that but i know there's that whole like oh i'm gonna have my secretary get get it to you in the oh, morning yeah, that's a I very common one, one of them once oh yeah i'm gonna have my secretary it was weird <laughs> yeah it's a very common like craigslist scam right. or whatever and there's some people have tried craigslist it in... ones. there's like the google like your number text yeah but like... people have tried that in snakes so they've tried you know i'm gonna give this to my assistant and i've i've had people forever try to get me to send an animal without payment and that's just they're just no i don't care if you're the pope i don't give a shit who you are yeah i'm not going to send anything and then also yeah there's i don't know how you get scammed i just the thing is the thing is we have a reputation so we are able to say you know like like we did we did this trade not too long ago with a guy i didn't know and he's like, you know, I don't ship first. And then I'm like, well, you do I now. I ship first. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, well. He's gonna uh. ship. And I'm like, hey, this is, this is our business name. Here's our page. Here's our Instagram. Here's our website. You have some clout. That's what you're saying. Yeah. So, like, build a reputation somewhere. I don't care if it's being on one podcast somewhere. Can be on TikTok. At <laughs> least be able to Google your name and it come up, and you at least do enough transactions to where you seem credible. So, you never have to be the person who sends first. You never have to be the person who is basically has the left. I feel like we're talking about sending nudes. <laughs> Sorry, that really so really is nothing like that. I don't know what nudes you've sent, but I'm sorry. Um, did that don't guy's g- all pythons end up doing fine that we sent to him? Yeah, I don't think girls ever really want nudes, by the way. Just a good hint. Well, you're <laughs> I mean like unsolicited dick. Unsolicited, no, not unsolicited. Sorry, yeah. this got R-rated real quick. I'm gonna bring it back to Bring it back. Well, that was all all 100% me. All 100% me. So, I know multiple snake beaters who have traded things. Uh, Not us. Not us. 
So, was, yeah, we were talking about that the other day. Being with you, I thankfully like don't get any of the gross side of males in the snake world. Uh, because like obviously we're together and it's attached, but I know some females out there get the not fun part of the males in the snake world. Yeah, and then also some some snake thoughts really uh oh. you like that word? Yeah, it I'm took so me a hip. second. I haven't heard that word in a while. I thought you were talking <laughs> about the actual word thought. I got confused. <laughs> yeah, some of them also take advantage of that as well. Yeah, so maybe there's more scams and transactions gone bad in that. In that <laughs> if you, if that you're a, male, a horny male, I think you can get scams <laughs> pretty well. Some scams real quick there. Um, not safe for podcast talk. Um, but maybe. Yeah, I just, I don't trust anyone. That's really our, I don't know of any situation where we've taken anyone's word for anything. Unless it's like, hmm. unless it's like Mike Kosicki, where we've I've I've shipped out the same day, but like we talk on the phone and, and like never met Mike. But like it's funny because you've never met Mike, right? But right, but like, we've been in constant just contact. built this yeah. online relationship, which one day we're gonna meet him, <laughs> one day. Um, but yeah, it's it. You you just have to always keep your guard up a little bit with snakes. I think you can never be too trusting. And the people I know who've been scammed or fed issues are too trusting. Like when someone says they want to put your name on a wait list, that means nothing. Like we're going to put you down obviously, but you know, that doesn't mean anything. We only um, do holds for 50% deposits. And if it's under $200, you don't get that 50% deposit. Um, yeah. That's the whole thing. People often, it's a common thing in snakes especially the higher dollar ones where you start having tabs with people and that's where you get into trusting someone. And that's obviously a different, it depends on the person, but we know plenty of people who have running tabs with people and then the people just kind of disappear or something happens and they kind of get out of snakes. And then it's like, you don't have any collateral for that, for that money. You can't go take the snakes back. I mean, there's really, and no snake breeder is going to have money to get a lawyer and, you know, do the right thing. And they probably didn't have the, they probably didn't have the paperwork in the first place and a contract in place in order to hold them liable to pay them back even. Like. It's all a mess. Yeah. Just, I guess luckily we don't, we don't sell snakes that require that luckily or unluckily. I don't know. But I would say, even for anyone, like, don't take deposits under, maybe your number in ball pythons is $500. Maybe it's $250, but ours is about 200 typically. So I'm not going to take a deposit. I'm not going to, yeah, for anything small or crazy. And we don't have any, like, loans out with anyone. (laughs) I don't send a snake until it's paid in full. I will hold that snake for a year. I don't give. Partially because we can't keep track of, like, stuff like that yeah i don't i don't want to be messaging someone every month yeah for your money and no i can't do that we can't even keep track of our own stuff we're definitely not doing that um but yeah well i think we have a snake right now that we've had for like months yeah for someone we don't care no you paid for it when your day like someone couldn't they're gonna come pick it up it's been like a month now we're gonna ship and like it. just life happened. Oh, by the and... way, are we shipping that this week? Did he ever get back to us? <laughs> see, know. right now, you guys see <laughs> we can't keep up with our own stuff. We're definitely not keeping up with yours. Yeah, so it's like I have 
you know, I held that snake for like a couple of months, and that's really not a big deal. I don't care. No, I just didn't. okay. So we'll just wait for him to get back. And if I mean, even if something, and I know I've sold multiple snakes too, so I know he's legit. First of all, so that's why I'm not freaking out that like he's not getting back to us. Really, not a big deal. But yeah, I'll keep that animal for however long. And I know someone who done that, who did that for me. So I do it for other people. And so, yeah, shout out to Cody at Python's Gone Postal. He uh, he held a snake for me for like six months because Jeez. like half of my collection was dying at the time. Oh, the ball God. python stuff. So that all happened. I was like, sorry, I can't have another snake come in and, and die. Yeah, essentially. And that was the most expensive snake I ever bought. I what? think it's still. Well, it was a blackhead ball python. How much was it? It wasn't. Most people are going to be like, yeah, oh, it's not it's a lot. It's going to pain all. me though. A thousand dollars. Oh, I thought you spent that on one of those guys. No, the olive was four hundred dollars. The water was about two hundred dollars. The water is only two hundred. That's crazy. Damn, a thousand. How much were the? Well, yeah, true. It was on the single snake. You bought a spend a bunch on. The corns, but those were a bunch. Yeah. How much were the palmettos? Palmettos were palmettos. were about a thousand as well. Yeah. Thankfully, you made all those big purchases before you met me, because we'd have some some tiffs. I bought the palmettos when I was with you. I was like in the beginning. The beginning. Right? Yeah. yeah. If later now, if you try to drop a thousand, you've been holding me back ever since. Okay. Let's not get into that. <sighs> Um, head scaleless. We don't have any head scaleless. Yeah, we. Oh, he's fucking with. Oh, that. Jesus! Why you keep doing that to me? Yeah. So he as far as as far as those emails with the scaleless heads, it's been something that's been happening in corn snakes for a while, but no one's ever kind of tried to trace it back. It seems, but it seems as though that scaleless, you know, that malformed scaleless frontal uh, frontal scale that's malformed occurs. Only in 50% of the clutch from the mother. And then it's only happening in A-males. But all we got in the clutch was A-males. <laughs> and from all I've seen in the hobby, it's always in A-males. So the thing is, it may be kind of like the leucistic gene where leucism. Stripping the color. When you strip away the color, something weird happens with the eye formation. Therefore... When you strip the melanin, maybe something weird happens with that scale heads, formation. And it's only it's only missing a head or missing a scale on the head. Like it's never right. like right. we're missing a scale randomly down the body. It's only it's the same exact scale. Yeah, yeah. Right. Sorry, yeah. It's only that that one the in the one middle scale. here. And yeah. so I don't know. It's weird. We probably should ask Travis when we had him. Travis, when you listen to this, text us your answer about it. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um. But uh, yeah, it's very interesting. Maybe next year we'll get other things in the clutch to see if it happens. But it seems to only be yeah. Honest. It's like yeah. If I get an anery that has it, then that'll be fun. That'll be interesting. I don't think it's going to happen, but it would be funny if it did. And no one's ever tried to breed them together. Then I guess I could start a uh, line bred scaleless head most dis most disfigured snake. I mean, that's really how I feel no. about it. I mean, I'm interested to see like what causes and why, but I have no interest in making our own life. And making of, it worse. And it's making like, it worse. Yeah, we don't like, need to read that together. I feel like that is the line that people are consistently trying to cross. It's like, how do I 
how do I fuck up this snake? And for a while, people were breeding bug-eyed leucistics and trying to make them more bug-eyed. And then that's just like, that's just like we should have learned from dogs that these things that we find cute often have consequences. That's why pugs are... Also bug-eyed and palmettos are not cute. No, no. It's like that's when you get... Creepy and I don't like it. The more and more you try to breed for those things, it seems like it only brings harm instead of anything else. If anyone wants to debate the whole scaleless ball python thing, man, I think that's a late. I think night the evidence is out time. there. <laughs> a late night chat. Yeah, anything that thing. needs any special care, I mean, just don't breed it in the first place. That's just like a bulldog that you can't bring out on a hot day, or else it r- literally keels over and dies because it can't breathe. Why would you want to bring that into the world? Yeah, you think it's cool. But that's not cool, man. That's not what's right for the animal. So if you know that an animal doesn't thrive, why would you ever breed it? And it seems like scaleless colubrids are kind of an exception in the scaleless game. I don't know if it's those belly scales or what, but I don't know. I'm not lubing up any snakes anytime soon. Though. Okay, positives. <laughs> Let's – are we done with transactions going wrong? Going wrong? I don't know. Wrong. What else can go wrong? I'm sure the chat can let us know. Chat, think of any other things that could – I'm trying to think of like other weird things that have happened to us because we've certainly had I mean I've had people give the money and then back out most of the time I've just given them back their money we're nice and give it back I know some people don't but then it's like what is the positive outcome from this then they have a snake that they don't want like what right I'd rather take (laughs) their money back than ship them that snake that they don't actually want or that they're gonna like sell in two days probably to someone who shouldn't keep it or whatever yeah, yeah that's not a good outcome yeah it sucks we're giving it back but it's fine it's all good. um no, obviously if we ship it you're not sending it back <laughs> or or i've done the thing where i said hey listen i understand you are making this decision i will post this animal up as soon as someone else buys it i will give you your money back basically oh, they're yeah. gonna buy it from you and then i will send it out that's just to kind of so cover that- cover ourselves so that we're not on the hook for money but i don't know most of the times we'll just give it back kyle said what about when they see me the wrong animal <laughs> we have never actually had that happen to us but i know in some of I've the been bigger so snakes in the bigger snake uh, world i know there's been issues with that and people saying no i didn't you know this is what you asked for this is what you buy and if it's like no this is the one i wanted this isn't what we talked about and I think with that, it is really important to have records, man. Those screenshots, we're in the world of screenshots. Screenshots will save you or, you know, screenshots will be your evidence. Also, Kyle, come on, man. Stop buying from weird people. <laughs> what are you doing? You have all these stories. You got to. <laughs> Kyle, choose your people better. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, I don't think I don't think I have many horror stories because. I don't know, I've been very, very picky with who I get animals from. And I think that, that helps. So as a buyer, you know, you have to just be very picky. And sometimes you do get that once in a lifetime animal from someone who's weird. And Kyle said he got it from someone bigger, which is funny because that happens too. We did have, obviously not that. But, but I want him to explain it. I'm interested. Message us later. Um, we did have, we, put in per- the chat we literally sent money and purchased a snake from a website and then they're like, oh, no, we're sold out of this. But, I mean, they are bigger, but they're they're known to not be. 
I didn't trust it. Like I had to do it. There are these particular animals. So I said, okay, I'm going to, I'm just going to do it. I don't, I don't love the source. We're getting, it was Baird's rats. rats. It was Baird's rats. And I was like, screw it. Yep. Let's do it. They're adults. This is perfect. And then like two weeks go by or a week go by and then I have to email them and they're like, oh yeah, those aren't available anymore. Okay. Good to know. Can you give me my money back Let now? me have that money back. Thank you. Yeah. Like, like you didn't think that maybe, that maybe you should get in contact with me because you saw that I clearly purchased a snake off of your website. Now there's only like five people that you can buy snakes directly off their website that aren't us. And so you guys can probably do some math and it's right. not who James And it's said, not but. actually, it didn't actually bother me that the snake was sold out. It's that no. it took us reaching out to them. That's yes. what made me more mad. Like, I'm sorry, if you, they are big enough that they have like an accountant person or someone running their online. Like they, it's not just like us in our office. Accountants right? don't do e-commerce. Sorry, not but accountants, okay. but a Shopify person. <laughs> well, isn't there someone tracking? No, Kyle, I didn't get from Backwater. That is, is just, there people that's tracking just a no-no the income? I don't know, whatever. Yes, accounts person, attract the e- income, but right. someone would probably someone, manage their website. Their website. They have a dedicated person in that. I'm like, that was your job. If you notice someone sent payment for something that you don't actually have, it shouldn't take two weeks in us messaging you to get our money back. So mm-hmm. that's technically, I guess that's te- technically a transaction gone wrong. But Not as we terrible didn't as really Kyle's. get screwed over it anyway. We, just mean, get we got our-, our money back. It was just kind of annoying. Yeah. Um, and obviously Kyle's situation is much worse. He got a snake sent wrong. Um, he got too much going on. And then another guy, Corey said, um, people were receiving a snake, then telling people to refund them saying they didn't get it so they can get get it for free. I've never heard of that, but that is some scummy stuff. So if anyone wants to know, you can't actually like when you pay for goods and services, it actually, none of, none of that PayPal insurance or whatever, when you try to get your money back, none of that applies to animals. So, when you're trying to protect yourself by paying goods and services, because that's supposed to give you buyer protection, it actually doesn't even apply to live animals. So technically, you shouldn't really even get your money back. So just so you guys know that for future, you know, when you're trying to protect yourself. And but. also, that's a lot of work. I know someone bought a snake from us recently, and like there's this weird glitch from PayPal, and PayPal like charged them twice, and they're trying to get their money back from PayPal, like rightfully so. And it was a struggle. It happened. Oh yeah, before. it took him like two to three weeks to, to get, get his him money his money back. back. And I, there's other, I've had issues with PayPal other times, and I just gave up trying to get my money back. You have to really like how it's annoying. So these people who are doing that on purpose, that's a lot of effort. But I mean, I guess if it's I don't think it I don't think it works because they're not actually protected. So so they don't get their money back. No. Okay, but they try, and that's messed up. Yeah. Um, and that's another person I think deserves to be blasted on the internet. (laughs) Yeah, and then there's just some people to where it's pretty obvious. There was if they if they have like one profile Mm -hmm. picture and like five friends, and they're trying to sell you snakes, just yeah don't even don't even mess with them so yeah you really just got to know someone who which kind of sucks i guess for for first-time buyers is they don't always have the education to know who's legit and who's not and typically they will say google and the first thing that comes up will be a not legitimate source aka backwater which is like, I don't know, they like drop ship animals and I think they all come in half dead, but 
Um, cool, cool. Yeah, so that's like, yeah, just because they have good SEO doesn't mean that they're actually legit. Legit. But at, at least if you come up with, you know, triple L, you'll get an animal. <laughs> Bare minimum, guys. Bare yeah, minimum. You'll get an animal sometime. Let's not talk right about people. No, This no. is the positive podcast. It's always the positive podcast. Always. Sorry. <laughs> My headache had the reading rainbow. And Although I feel like, you know, YouTube's been so positive for so long. Now it's like people just do negative videos because that's really? what gets that's views. that's a thing now? Yeah, with like cry faces and shit. Oh, lame. Yeah. yeah, so Kyle, there's also like the – there's BOI's Board of Inquiries on Facebook with reptiles. But I think some of them have even gotten taken down. So What's a Board of Inquiry? So it's basically when you're saying like, oh – Good experience, bad experience. Oh, that's like that good guys and bad guys. I've seen the good yeah. guys and bad guys groups yeah. multiple times. But also don't like go crazy and give negative reviews. Yeah, no. There's So I think as that's another expectation. Like, you know, if one little thing happens between a buyer and a seller, and especially if the seller, you know, makes light of it, if you're going to share that or not makes light of it, makes, <laughs> makes sorry, it right in some makes way. it right. If you're going to post about that, you better include how the seller made it right. I've seen sometimes where people post like what went wrong and make that the focus and don't make how the seller made it right. And I think that's really messed up because if you if the seller takes the time to make it right, that should overshadow whatever went wrong. I got a I got an eBay review for springtails. It's I sent her out a springtail and then they came in dead. But I told her to set them up because, quite frankly, when you set them up after, there's probably still a few living, maybe some eggs and stuff like that, and they'll start reproducing. But So I was like, okay, just set those up, and I'll send you more. And then I sent her two, you know, instead of the one that she ordered to replace that one. And then she said those were dead. I said, set them up, do all this thing. But I'm like, listen, I put a heat – I put an ice pack in there. You know, they're in – an insulated like package, this bubble package inside a small flat rate box with the ice pack. There's really nothing more I can do. I'm going to refund you the money. And I refunded her the money. And then she left me a review. She was like, I was unhappy with the product, which made me feel kind of weird because it wasn't the product. I don't know. There's springtails. It happens. They died. But then she was like, the buyer did everything right in their power to make it right. You know, like, so it was nice. I got a positive review out of it. It has nothing to do with money at a certain point. Yeah. A lot of us aren't making money on snakes or, you know, Definitely someone, not on springtails. <laughs> so, someone like us or Eric, you know, we don't see it as very transactional. We would rather make it right than say make money on this certain thing. And that's what I feel like everyone should do that. Honestly, all snakes cost the same to produce. Therefore, if you need to sell, if you sell a $500 snake, and then you need to replace it with a five hundred dollars snake. I don't see it like I lost another five hundred dollars. I see it like I lost like another twenty five dollars because that's probably because that's probably how much it costs to produce. And so I would protect your name well before you protect your wallet. That's just super important to keep your name good in this in this industry where there is no legitimate way to keep track of things. Everything's word of mouth. You gotta you gotta keep your name clean. Two questions. One, where did this woman live that you were sending the springtails to? Like North Carolina or something. So not even or too Florida, far. maybe. Second, do you really think after you sent her two, 
with ice packs and it was like insulated. Do you really think they were all dead? Not all of them. No, I think she was just was not looking hard enough. But I don't care. I can't. I can't yeah. be like look harder, lady. You know, there's no. I know. I'm just, I'm gonna just send wondering. It to her. Do you think there, there's I no discussion it. here? You I, just do I know. I was do. just wondering because I mean, in my head, I'm like, okay, we send out what ten packages, ten shipments of springtails every week, and we've had probably her and one other person tell us their their springtails were ever dead. So I'm like, there's. It's hard for me to believe. She may have just not been able to know because, like, there's there's probably a certain percentage that are dead in there for sure. Because, quite frankly, I am I'm pouring down, you know, I'm pouring out of the culture, and maybe there's some dead dead ones in in there as well. Yeah, of course you're gonna see some dead ones, but and yeah, I think her name is Karen. (laughs) What Kyle? (laughs) Karen's the one who always complains to your manager. You didn't? Okay, you don't get the joke. You know, kind of like Kyle is its own person, too, who drinks monsters and wears fitted hats. Okay. See, you don't know any of these online personas. No. Yeah. Kyle and Karen. Yeah, Karen's the one who always goes up to the counter and asks for your manager. and You know, middle-aged white woman who is always mad at everything. Okay. Yeah, it's hard to explain. You know, if you know, you know. Yeah, it's just not funny when you explain it. I know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's how jokes work, right? <laughs> So <laughs> okay, back. To, by the way, if you guys want to buy Springtails from us, we have Springtails available on eBay. Um, but yes, okay, okay. Sorry, Sorry. got distracted. <laughs> um, let's round it out with Tinley talk. Yes. Oh wait, let's answer this question. Mm-hmm. Um, Deja said she's been watching our videos for a while now and just got her first baby corn at Repticon. She fed her for the second time. Um, and it's so interesting having a snake. And she said her snake is five months old and about a foot long. Where does she start doubling up on the pinkies? Um, it's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to know for sure as far as how I don't know. You can have a five month old snake that started eating right off the bat that is like double the size of a eight month snake, eight month old snake that wasn't eating right off the bat. So it's kind of hard to tell. And that's just something I've noticed when you've seen some of our babies from the same clutch, they can be like double the size depending on mm-hmm. how soon they started feeding. So that really, that just really depends. And I really like to, I don't double up pinkies as much as I like to size up, but you can probably double up pinkies say in eight months or so. I don't know. It all depends on the size of the At snake. Eight months, not in eight yeah. months from now. But it's At also it's also or you can keep on doing a pinky once a week until one year old, and then you know you're to large pinkies by then, and then we right. go. We into usually just and, go up in size, right? Yeah, and double up. Because if you if you double up, then and I know people do that, and there's nothing against doing that. So you can double up and do like every ten days. Or I can do one large pinky and do it every seven days. Depend. It's hard. I hate. I hate talking. I hate telling people like prescriptive things, especially with animals that aren't mine. We're just telling them what we do. You yeah. know, like we do. Because like I don't do exactly whatever every other corn breeder is going to tell you to do. Because they're going to probably tell you to, to, to start up. doubling up, but I don't grow them as fast as they do. I don't know. For some reason in my head, I'd rather have them eat a bigger, one bigger meal rather than going twice. I, I don't know why, but I in my head, I like it better to just have a bigger meal. 
So Deja. Well, and I, I want I want them to move up from pinkies to an actual rodent, like an actual animal <laughs> with bones and everything. Eye, intact. open eyes. <laughs> and so yeah, so the the faster you get them on things like a fuzzy, they start growing like crazy once you get them up to that size. And then Michelle asks, how do you know when you need to size up? So. Typically with something like a python, you would do the width of their body. So like the girth of their body, that's how big the rodent, you know, girth should, should be. be per se. But with corn snakes, you can usually go up to about 1.5 sizes as far as the, the girth of the snake. So the pinky, you can see it when hatchlings are born. I mean, the pinky is probably two times the girth of that snake. Right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't ever tell people to aim for two times the size, but... It That's just as happens small when as we're going to get. Yeah, right. yeah. So I was like one and a half and you're and you're pretty good. So. so we typically do on range, you know, eight months corn snake going up to. They're, they're easily on large pinkies. Right. At eight months, they're going up to large pinkies. At a year, they'll go up to fuzzies. Right. And then at two years, they'll go up to adult mice. That that's not absolute. But yeah, that's pretty correct. Actually. But, you you know, know, fuzzies will hoppers is going to be in between that. Wait, sorry, I forget the range. I want you to make an so, infographic for me, please. So day-old is going to be the beginning. So if you can get them day-old pinkies, that's great. But some manufacturers, not manufacturers, but rodent breeders will just start at small pinkies. They don't so you go, Yeah, so you go from small pinkies to large pinkies to fuzzies, which is basically a large pinky that starts to get some fuzz some on them. Yeah. yeah. And then hoppers, which okay. is like a, a real-life little mouse that hops around and then you're going to go to small mice and then you go to adult mice and then you can go to retired breeders if you're feeling frisky with the adults but with a corn you should never need to go to a rat yeah you're pretty good without going to a rat yeah, yeah. cool um and deja bought 50 pinkies at repticon that will last you a while though <laughs> if you only have one corn snake i mean it's gonna last you yeah a while. if you have that many pinkies and you have just that size you can double up on pinkies instead of going to a large pinky yeah don't feel like you need to you know waste the one that's another one of those prescriptive things where it's like you gotta make do with your situation yeah because everything is situational yeah so if, yeah. sorry i can't watch a bug fly around you um so if you have 50 pinkies yeah, at what did you say? Eight months start doubling up. I don't know, remember. man. Okay, well you said it. <laughs> yeah, that seems recap. reasonable. Eight months start doubling up. Awesome. I don't um, know. I do everything by feel. That's so. I don't know why. That's not helpful. I wish I. I know. Isaac zero, said, zero. "What's weird is he has one that is stuck on lizards, but he feels like the lizards are much bigger than a pinky in mass, and that boy seems to be growing faster than the rest on pinkies." I mean, that's definitely possible as far as that animal, I would assume, has more nutrients in it than, say, a pinky. A full-grown or a, in a knoll with all of its, uh, all of the bones and the meat and everything. And it would make in comparison to, to a pinky, which is like skin. Smush, or not smush, mush. It's literally <laughs> just mush. Mush. Yeah. Yeah, so that that does make sense, and I think that most of them in the wild are going to start off on a knoll as well in the southern part of the range. Is you think a hatchling corn is going to eat in a knoll right off the bat? A young knoll, yeah. Wow, that feels wow. way too. I don't know. There's so many knolls in Florida, but they're like we said, knolls have like the bones and all that. Like I can't imagine our little hatchling babies digesting bones or anything. Like. <laughs> 
They're so small. They do not seem like they can handle bones. I don't know. They can handle bones. They're not ready. I can't handle yeah, bones. Yeah, there there is a chart somewhere. If anyone has has that chart. A good chart. But that will that also give share. you like a, I don't know, it give you a bigger corn snake. Well, a chart that we agree with. <laughs> no, yeah, there, there is one on one of the corn snake groups. Find it. So, and, and it goes start... by month and it gives you Ooh, the amount. Perfect, then we don't need yeah. to make one. Someone find it, please, Jamie. Yeah. If you catch the reference, there's no one actually named Jamie here. So we have Tinley coming up. Okay, so we're going to actually talk about Tinley now? Um, Okay. So if you guys don't know, um, NARBC, which is a national national, National Association of Reptile Breeders Conference. North American Reptile Breeders Conference. Sucks. Or the National Association of... Because <laughs> that makes no sense. North American... There's Reptile... no fucking association. <laughs> I realize it made no sense. North American Reptile Breeders Conference is in Tinley Park, Illinois, which is basically Chicago. I mean, it is Chicago, but it's basically... It's not Chicago at all, but it's a suburb So of that's Chicago. what basically means for all you who've... Joe needed to suburb me. of Chicago. That's what it basically means. Thank you for the man. No, it's for so the, for the it's man's like forty plane. minutes. Basically, get the fuck out of here. The rest of the world doesn't know what Tinley is. Are we going to sit here and really talk about the word basically? Yes. Get off. Um, but Tinley Park is basically Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> I had to say it again, and it is the biggest. Um, Reptile breeders show bigger than Repticon. Bigger I than definitely all. don't agree with this this corn snake chart. You could have typed that. I was in the oh. middle of a sentence there. Um, shoot, thank you. Okay. The biggest conference in North America, obviously, and we are going this year with our friend Matt Minatola. And I don't know if someone named Kevin is going is coming. I don't know who Kevin is. <laughs> Rob did say earlier that there's a Kevin. A, is that the same Kevin? That's Kevin McCurley. I should know these things. I don't know. Um, a little bit different from our Kevin, I'm sure. Whatever this Kevin, whoever this Kevin is. I don't know. Not important. Wow, Kevin. How do you feel about that? I don't even know who Kevin is. <laughs> He's riding in the car with us to Tinley. Apparently, I don't know. You're already shitting on him. I don't know who he is, so it doesn't count. Uh <laughs> I'm so bad. Um, it's the biggest reptile breeders conference in the country. Fucking I can't Kevin! Talk. Stop it! Stop it! Is it there, Kevin, on South Park that they make fun of? Don't think so. But so South Park in about eight years. Um, but we are riding from Philly to Tinley, which is about 11 hours. We're going up on Thursday. We'll get there Thursday night. Maybe Joe let me go get a deep dish pizza Thursday night. Yeah, I would rather. I mean, you might as well just stab me in the stomach. Okay, little excessive. Well, the people don't know. Not only is Chicago deep dish pizza an absolute disgrace to the word pizza, <laughs> but I'm also lactose intolerant, so I'll also shit my pants at Tinley. So I didn't say you had what to eat the it. fuck kind of? You know, why would I subject I didn't myself say you had to this? To eat it. I've never been to Chicago. I feel like I can't go there and not get a deep dish pizza. It's our one night before all the crazy begins. So Yeah, you and Katie can go to 
fucking Ditka's so, deep dish or whatever. F-words. Chill with F words. Um, Ditka's deep dish. <laughs> That's really funny. Um, well, I want to, so maybe Kitty and I can do that. But we'll also probably be getting there super late, right? Or no, if we leave at when did y'all leave before? Like no, 6 like we we had we went to Buffalo Wild Wings right after and we watched the Eagles. That's the Eagles where y'all run. went. You get to Chicago and you go to B Dubs. Why? I don't know if you think we're going to like a sophisticated area, but it's literally a, just a plaza that could be in any suburb in the United States, which means, yeah, TGA Fridays. I don't know. So like there might be that, some place to get a Chili's. Who knows? Okay, I'm going to find Dick There's, a, there's a literally, there's literally like a, I think there may be a pizza place like right in front of Tinley. Perfect. I know there's at least like a hoagies place, wherever they call a hoagie. I'm sure they call it like a fucking, I don't know, a dick butt kiss or I don't know what they call it. <laughs> You're the worst. Um, Friday is the setup for vendors and also VIP. So because Matt is nice and because he has space, we are going to be sharing the table with Matt. Now, are the tables bigger at Tinley than they are at most reptile shows? Everything's bigger at Tinley. Everything's bigger in Tinley? No, there's six. <laughs> Should we get a shirt? <laughs> Everything's bigger in Tinley. Um, sure. But, uh, so there's normal. But, yeah, so we have a little bit. So, and because our other friend is nice, James Lewis is letting us use his setup or his, yeah, his setup, which is a little acrylic thing that you open up and it has space for um, 12 snakes. Now, question to you. We haven't talked about this yet. How many are we trying to bring? Do we bring all? Do we, do we, like, what do we, what's your plan or have you thought it through? We're going to be as confident as we are at every show. And just bring fucking bring replacements for everything. Why are you going so hard on that? If you weren't, if you weren't making so many references that are off and stuff like that. I mean, the Kevin South Park one. I don't even know what you're talking about. Pretty sure there's a Kevin on South Park. (laughs) Someone, please back me up on that. You're talking about deep dish pizza. That's not off. That's not an off reference. It's a thing. It's It's a thing. (laughs) It's a thing that exists. But I don't know what's awful because I haven't had it yet. Right, but also you got to realize that we're just there for snakes, and it's going to encompass a whole day. It's going to encompass every single day. I know we're going to be there for snakes. So Friday, so Thursday is my one day to get something else, right? Yes, thank you. Well, no, because we're going to be driving 12 hours. If you guys can go to Bite Beat-Ups, I can get some pizza. Matt is going to hate you by the end of this. We're gonna He's going to drive all the way up 12 hours, and you're going to ask him to go with a trailer into the city. No, to I'll get go some. walk myself. Once again, you know you have no idea where Tim is. You said there's one, a pizza place right outside. Why are we I'm not sure. I think it's a sandwich place. Why are we place? wasting people's ear energy for this? Well, you're arguing about it. No, you are telling. I'm trying to be the rational <sighs> one. You either you go to B Dubs, you go get a sandwich, you go to the gas station, or you go to Bananas. Like Ryan said, that's those are your choices. We're staying in that plaza. You go nowhere. Nothing. You don't I'm okay do anything, with not leaving the plaza. You but you go to Bananas. And also, Kaya, Kyle, I love lasagna, so it sounds amazing <laughs> to me. Um, okay, they Friday. have tomato pie here. It's pretty much so, the same thing. So lately to all the shows, we've been bringing like 30 to 32 snakes. Pretty much anyone that's available. 30 to 32. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what? What's wrong? If, if I want to take 33, yeah, I don't know what else. <laughs> oh my God, you're so bad. Um, that's pretty much all that, that are eating and you know ready to go. So are we going to bring that or we're going to bring everything that's available? Even though we only have 12 spots, we want to bring everything that's available. Mm. Well, those, those spots split in two, right? 
Oh, are we doing halfsies with James? Yeah. Okay, so we only have six spots. Wait a second, what? No, I'm saying oh, there's dividers divider. down the middle. Lord Jesus, help me. James doesn't even have, I don't think he has that many to put in there. Um. Okay, yeah, so we can, there's 24 spots. Does it have a divider? Do we have to get a divider? I don't know. We'll ask James. This is not to figure out right now. He's in the okay. chat. We'll figure so, this out. Um, if you guys don't know, our like most popular morphs that we do are our honeys and our ghosts. So we're probably definitely going to put those out there. Unfortunately, our AML stuff isn't as popular. And I love the those bright reds and pinks and all that. But for some reason, most people aren't in, into that. So we don't really sell those that much. Um, but we'll definitely put the ghosts out there first and the honeys. What else sold? Some mm, the fires sometimes. We'll have one het palmetto there. One, that probably won't sell. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe. Um, but yeah, we're definitely bringing all that. So since we're leaving Thursday morning, we will pack all the snakes up. What Wednesday night? Um, get them ready. We'll drive over to Matt's. Um, it'll be interesting because we just found out we're going to be vending like a week ago so prior to this it's like oh like who are we gonna walk around and see like what's our plan of like hangout attack and <laughs> hangout attack what are <laughs> okay so we'll be getting there but the thing is friday is all set now... up so i mean some people won't be there friday but i think it will be that will be our time to Do you really take the whole day there you spend the whole day there on friday we're gonna bring a cooler we're not children but like okay oh <laughs> uh, that seems like a long day for obviously but like we're not having to like wake up like early on friday right because it's not nah, get the whole day to maybe i don't know man just don't worry about this is where you're gonna not be fun okay <laughs> just just be quiet and hang out and we'll do snake stuff and you'll have fun okay, okay. we'll just be okay stop with all these plans nothing's yeah. being planned once we get to tinley it's just all snake show all day. That's all. You'll there'll be plenty of things to keep you occupied. You won't be bored. You'll be exhausted you'll at be some drunk. point. You may be drunk if you're not. I mean, I don't know what you're doing, but I mean that's it's the parties at Tinley. There is no deep dish pizza. There is no anything else. That's the event. Mm. That's it. Okay. Okay. Nothing else to say. Okay. So Friday's Saturday is the show, Sunday is the show. Right. Now I'm interested to know, like, with a lot of other two day shows, like the Baltimore Repticon we just did, there was a lot Same of Same thing as Tinley. Shut up. Oh. There was a lot of like people saying different things like, oh, like Sundays are better, Saturdays are better, blah, blah, blah. Now obviously Repticon is way, 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 way smaller than Tinley. So I'm interested, like are Saturday and Sunday at Tinley both equally as, you know, packed, both equally as wild, wild or Sunday, like the more chill day or I don't know. Sunday is like the you're just lucky that you show up. But like, as far as like the the people. It depends. Sometimes not, if there's like a Bears game, then, you know, ooh. everyone's eating deep dish and watching the Bears. Gotcha. Gotcha. But Trebinsky died and went to heaven so i don't know if they have much of a team <laughs> so that's what sundays can be kind of like hit or miss it feels weird like i don't know how it is for the vendors but it feels weird for the people there because like you're all worn out at that time 
like no one's enthusiastic as much anymore. It's kind of like a slow, weird day. And so that's why we take that extra day on Monday and we leave on Monday. If we left on Sunday, then it would just be like we pass out on the side of the road. Yeah. Yeah. But that's typically like kind of a lazier day. Although like, I think last time on Sunday I went and saw Ari's talk and it'll be different because we're vending now. And And I'm happy we're vending on the same table as Matt. So when this one leaves me, I won't be alone. Not like Matt like can answer genetic no, foreign he questions. Can fine, yeah. He can't help me with that. But like I won't I hate being alone. And Joe is the king of saying, Oh, I'm going to the bathroom and he's gone for an hour. Could you catch someone that you know? No, because you, you don't talk. care about me. Um, oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, it's exa- I don't care about you. Sorry. Thank you. So it'll be nice to have someone and I know Ryan and Carly and James Lewis both Anthony all answer their phones so I can message them and be like, hey, find Joe, bring him back here because he's not answering or you guys come here and help me. Plus, there's just also so many, so many different things that are happening. So it's like uh, last year I'm randomly for an hour I'm filming a video with Max or I film a video with Mm. Cusco or I'm doing this. So it's like I'm not just going to be out there fucking – doing jumping jacks in the middle of the aisle or anything you know there's going to be i know you're not just messing around but you get in long talks with people and you forget about me that is actually less well unless it's like larry keller or something and the the people who have like giant packed booze like you can't get a word in with justin once the show opens like you say hi in the beginning what's up man and then you move on because that's pretty much all you got and then a lot of the a lot of the bigger people are like that. There'll always be crowds around them and stuff like that. You'll, it will be an experience. So, are there ta- uh, like educational talks all day, both days at Tinley? Yes. There's also I should have said this in the beginning, but there is a gecko symposium there. So Tim Walton asked me to to talk about the gecko symposium, and I keep on forgetting. Oh, I thought you were going to say he asked person. you to talk at the gecko. Yes, I'm, I'm like, actually. Wait, excuse uh, me. Why is Joe talking at a gecko symposium? <laughs> I'm actually doing oh, the uh, Nergamena. What are those cool giant ones from Afghanistan or whatever? Mm. Nergamena or whatever the hell. I have no idea. Um, but there's talks and maybe there will be a talk I'll be interested in. And I bet they'll definitely be super educational. So if you're at Tinley, stop by. Um, I'm also interested. Is there like a... Is the alligator there? Is it an alligator that they bring? Is yes. That be is his there? Name, what's his name, guys? Someone help You're about out to say Brian, the, weren't you? No, Bruce or something. Oh, I don't know why. So, yeah, North American Gecko Symposium, October 11th, 2009, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Oh, that's late. Friday, Tinley Park. Bring your adult beverages. No, I don't. I, they didn't tell me to say uh, that. Yeah, it says announcement uh, get your drinks. Oh, it, it literally says, says get, get your drinks. drinks. so justin julander who is also a morelia antaresia snake guy and also a doctor which is neat trimper sounds very familiar why does that sound so 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 justin's talk will be 720 to 750 and then joe hupp who i believe works with like knobtail geckos and different australian geckos 750 to 820 and then philip tremper who you're thinking of ron tremper oh so those are two different guys um, I don't think I think Eric said, is that Ron Tremper's son or something? He just assumed I don't think it's Ron Tremper's son. I think he's a totally different person. They just happen to have the same last name. Correct me if I'm wrong though, chat. And then there's a keynote, which I mean must be a big dude because he has the only hour long talk. Frank 
I read his name as Cloaca. Cloaca. So definitely not Cloaca. We are definitely like <laughs> offending someone who's legit as fuck. Um, when I read his last name is Cloaca, it's Cola Chicjo, Italian. Someone's got to help us. I don't know. Someone who's into geckos who happens to be listening. To so this. is he from Geckos Unlimited? I think he was on a podcast because this is episode number four. Okay, that's fair. Um, All right, so um, that well, dude. Yeah, let's go back to our chat. But definitely, <laughs> if you're into geckos and things with legs, that's Friday night. Um, coming back to things without legs. Um, Bubba's the alligator's name. Bubba, that makes a lot more sense. So my, so they bring Bubba every year, right? Yeah. So I'll get to see. Tell, tell the people about Bubba. Tell the people about Bubba. It's an alligator. It's a giant alligator that basically looks like a fake toy. And that's pretty much it. He just chills there all day and does nothing. And then like kids toy, like jump he's on giant. him. He doesn't look real. I know. He's giant. He's like what? Like how many feet? Take a gander, I guess. How many feet? Uh-huh. Probably a good eight feet at least. Pretty, Ten, maybe. Pretty Getting big. crazy. Yeah. And they just let him chill in the corner and people come up to no, him. No, not even in the corner. He's literally like in the middle of the lobby with a rope around him. Special treatment. And he's just hanging out. Do people like are people allowed to touch him? I believe so. I think people are taking pictures like on top of them. Like, I don't know. I don't want to do all that. I don't know. I don't want to set any expectations. But I wouldn't mind touching him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Didn't you hold that caiman at uh, any RBC? Uh, are you no. kidding me? Absolutely not. You did. I think I might have uh, touched it, but you held it. And we did a little video on it. I mean, I've held that little baby alligators all the time from Louisiana. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this whole deep dish thing. But, uh, Yes, we will definitely do a video on Deep Dish. Thank you. We'll do a 15 minutes at the Ditka's Deep Dish. <laughs> Joe's going to let me go, too. <laughs> going to get my Deep Dish. And then, oh, we said this before, but I'm saying again, Joe and I are going to touch tarantulas, which probably sounds gonna- so lame to, like, most of the world. But this is a big thing in our household. And at Tinley, we're going to touch tarantulas. And Joe will probably be filming, filming it. James Lewis will probably be filming it. I hope I don't hurt any animals in the process of this video. You know, those like disclaimers at the bottom of things or at the end, like no tarantulas were hurt. Can't promise that. It's pretty terrible. <laughs> Although I, yeah, I can't vouch for the fact that you won't do anything ridiculous. I can't. I Actually. That's part of the reason why I haven't touched them because I'm scared of what I'll do to it. You're terrible. Um, not on purpose, just uh, knee-jerk reaction to touching a tarantula, but I'm I'm saying, oh my god, there's only 11 days till. Well, there like, shouldn't be crazy. any knee-jerks because you know it's coming. You can still have knee-jerks when you know it's coming. What are you talking about? No, but I mean your your reaction to smash things is seems very flippant. Yeah, it doesn't seem like you're like yeah. Because if you guys ever watched the videos, and <laughs> she literally just starts killing fly like if there's a mosquito in here or a fly she will not stop at like breaking everything like like hitting our tv in the living room with a book the other night and like you know when when you touch the screen and it makes like the rainbow colors like what you're not supposed to do on a i don't know if it's lcd whatever the hell screens are made of these days but don't hit it with shit she hit it and it like went brrr, like the rainbow colors came out. But I killed the fly. <laughs> right. But was it worth it? Yes. No. Yes. No. You have like some 
child just some weird thing. I don't know what it is, but you have zero restraint. So maybe I shouldn't have said that for whoever's going to loan us their tarantula. Did you just put 100% backwards? (laughs) She put the percent sign in front of the 100. (laughs) I do that a lot, actually. I don't know why. Um, Okay, what else at Tinley? What are you most looking to see? I don't, there's nothing in particular that we want to. Don't speak for me. I don't think we want to purchase any. If we saw a perfectly striped going eye, a female, we have to. I mean, we know that's our one thing that if we see it, we have to buy it no matter what is going on. Because that's just that's just the lessons that we've learned along the way. That's really the only thing I can think of. Um, That was mine. And then another. Like, if, if we make a lot of money, I mean, things may change. But, was yeah. I speaking? I, I think. Thank you. The Goinai and then that weird orange cream one you found last time at Tenley. If you if we see another one, I feel like we got to get another one of those. Okay, so Larry will probably have some more. So yeah, we can we get. But those are like those are cheap, so it's good. <laughs> okay. Um, other than that, I don't think there's anything I'm truly like super wanting as far. As, mm. Super pastel spot nose clown. Yeah, totally. Exactly. That's exactly what I want. Um, I'm trying to think. Now, if oh, if there's another adult Miami like ours. Oh, yeah. Got to If we can find a male Miami, we got to take that as well. That's another one of those things that we need to. There's just like a few things that really. There's some really, holes in our project right now that like it, it works with what we have, but it would like bring it to the next level. If you haven't checked out our Instagram, which I think you have, if you're watching this. Our Miami OT female is absolutely out of this world gorgeous. And I've seen maybe one or two, maybe three other Miami. Weren't we talking about the ego of the breeders before? Yeah. But we have the best snakes in I the world. One of the beautiful, one of the most beautiful. <laughs> no, I know. And I but um We'll stand I would by love that. to. I would love to find. I mean, if I can't find it, hey, that's just facts, not opinion. <laughs> <laughs> if I can't find one. But I would love to find another one. Um, so like there's some ones like that, like a Miami that's just beautiful. If we find a coral ghost stripe, which is never gonna happen, but like our male, if we find a coral ghost stripe. No, I we produce some some coral ghost tesseras that are like pink and pink and purple already. So um so the Miami, if we find that, what other ones are like some random like pairs we'd like to find? Is there anything else? No, no. Our honey pairs are great. Um, our Miami picture. I would honestly also love to find a pretty male reverse Okati. The hard part is like, I don't know. There's not a lot of people working with them, so yeah. it's interesting. Aaron, you can get a shatter from JT. He has a bunch of shatters. Yeah, check out Silent know. Hill. Red it seems Piles. like everyone wants to make shatters these days, so that's why I'm like, nah. Well, no, just in general. I think I, I like think shatters. I think we have some sunkissed stuff that shatters the pattern, like. As well as that, it just isn't the same coloration, but yeah, that's not really a direction that I want to go in. Yeah, just because everyone else is doing it and they're gonna produce nicer stuff than us because they've been doing it. So I'm gonna let them do it. But yeah, I don't have any cinder stuff. Cinders are cool though, but I think it's important for us not to like chase. I think some people want to have one of every gene, 
And we don't need that. At I, this point, I'd rather have like one of all the Pantherophis. So I would love to have a bear die. I would love to have a fox snake. Oh, even Anton had such pretty hypos. No, that's not some. That's something. So a hype. What was it? A hypo bear's rat. Yeah. A hypo bear's rat. Antoine. Uh, Burke. Ooh, what is his uh I don't know what his uh I don't know if Antoine even has it. Does he have any? He's given yeah, because he's given us cards. I don't know. Um, but Antoine Burke, if you're in the Baird's rats, he has some of the most beautiful I've ever seen. And he has hypos. And that's something like, hey, if we make five grand at uh Tin Lane, <laughs> which is never gonna happen in a million years, what? Okay. Um, if we make five grand at Tinley, then and we see some beautiful hype. But then I'm like, but I want his. So would it make sense to buy any at Tinley? Because I want his. Yeah, yeah. And with the bears, you got to be super particular, right? About. Um, but his are gorgeous. His hypos, especially. Um. Let's see. I'm trying to think. Anything. I mean, yeah. There's obviously other things I want, but I'm never gonna get. Like I'm never gonna get um a You're blackhead. Get a blackhead from, uh, <laughs> You're gonna say that. I'm never gonna get what's his name? A um Hood. Jason Hood. Yeah, I'm just we'll have get some that. he'll probably I think he's going to be uh he's gonna be vending this year. But it'll be fun to meet all the different people from the podcast. Yes, putting faces to name for the podcast crazy. is gonna be really, really exciting. Just like, hey, yeah. I met you online. Now I get to meet you in person. Um and that'll probably be what a lot of Friday is since we'll be vending Saturday and Sunday. Friday it'll just be like chatting. Yeah. Um, okay, so we are coming up on two hours, but I have to say another big thing about Tinley, like we said, is chatting is just like connecting and networking. We're gonna try to get in as many like little snippet videos we can. We might not do them live, we might record them and you know release them later. Who knows? Um, but we're gonna do what we can to keep you guys a part of it and there with us. But obviously I want to enjoy it. Second yeah, thing we're I couldn't put together a cohesive video last year because it was just like, we're all over the place. How am I going to make this? Yeah, and I wasn't there to like bug you about it and do it, which I'll yeah. be this year. <laughs> um, Lucky me. Um, second, not important about Tinley, but just the timing on Saturday, my alma mater will be playing, playing Ian Bissell's alma mater. And if you guys just, you know, wanted to spam him with some LSU stuff in the next week or so, I wouldn't be mad because I think LSU is going to beat Florida and we're so. all going to be drunk at Bananas, which is the bar. At Are they Tinley. playing at night? Yeah, oh, it's a night game Saturday, Saturday? night at Tinley. Um, everyone else is probably going to be like, why are y'all watching football and not talking about That'll snakes? That will probably be the but, option now. Um, so we probably go to the auction and we'll go to um, that after. Oh, no. But what time is that? It's like we didn't go to the auction last year, but I think because – it's your first time there. I think we should go to the auction. I want to watch LSU football. Yeah, yeah. We'll go to the auction for a little bit, maybe. Okay. Go Boise State Wolves. No. <laughs> go Tigers. Beat Florida. Um, yeah, I'm definitely going to wear my jersey that night. And Joe's going to make fun of me for it, I bet. But, uh, me and, no, there'll be plenty of people, I guess, who are... Me and Ian will be right there, front and center, watching the TV. Me and Ian. Me and Ian. So, yeah, just go spam Ian. Uh, do you consider yourself a snake person now? Yes, but I always say like, this is Joe's passion. I snakes I don't think will ever be my passion. Uh, but what I'm is a, your passion. You know what my passion is. You have to ask that. Ice cream. Yes, ice cream. Um, what are the cookies? <laughs> Insomnia cookies. <laughs> Yum. No. 
You know what my passion Educating is, America's you? youth. Thank you. Jeez. Oh, um, it's kind of like what we're doing right now. Yeah, definitely. Because these are all youth. <laughs> so educational. So so youth. <laughs> um, no, like teaching is always my passion. And that just will continue to be. But like I'm into snakes. Um, just like I'm into football. I don't know. I shouldn't equate. Yeah, it's like a pastime. It's a hobby. It's yeah. And it's like, obviously, though, it's, you know, it's more than that. It's a business, too. But it's kind of both. And so I'm into snakes. But I'm also I'm really into people. And so I think a lot of being into snakes is you guys and Ian and like all the people we've met through it. I think that makes a big big factor. You're much more of a people person than even I am. Yes. I like you said, even like definitely more than you. Yeah, are. yeah. I was trying to like cushion that statement no. just because there's so I don't want you guys to think that I don't like you. I just don't want to talk to you ever. That's all. Okay. No, I'm kidding. So we talked to lots of people. He just would prefer to talk to no one, but he also <laughs> likes talking to people. No, I like having friends. I'm just not good at keeping constant contact. Okay. Um, what if someone gives you a tarantula? Would you take it? Absolutely not. <laughs> no. Hard pass. Nah, I mean, I think it would be cool to like have it run across my hand, but yeah. Not that I would be like weirded out by having it in the house, but it's just not. If I don't love something, then if I have 200 animals, then I'm going to take care of the other 200 animals first. Unfortunately, that's just the way the cookie would crumble. And I would forget about that poor little guy. And I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah, no thanks. Um, Please no one give us anything with likes. Unless yeah, like, don't gift us animals ever. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want any extra animals. Is that weird? Unless you're Mike. Mike, you know. You know where you know our address. What? Just because Mike, we have traded animals back and forth. So, but he knows what I like. Meaning he's like, I have this male Slowinski eye. You think he could put it to use? I said, yeah. Then he's like, all right. He's not like, here's this A-mail that I've had for 20 years that I got from a pet store. I can no longer keep it. Here you go. Do I sound like a dick? I don't know. I'm not really listening. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. What I'm saying is I don't need any animals unless we're super specific about where we get animals and also what projects we're in. So, yeah. So that's kind of, I guess that's also how we avoided all those scams and stuff like that and weird stuff. So, yeah. Wow, you are just typing. I'm I'm trying to have a conversation here. Um, yeah. <laughs> so anything that in Tinley or anyone in Tinley in particular that you look forward to meeting? Besides people who may or may not be in the chat. My friends. Your friends? Meeting all our friends. <laughs> it sounds weird. <laughs> Seems like an oxymoron to say meeting all of our friends. Yeah, if you're already friends with someone, that kind of implies that you've met them before, but not really in our case or in a lot of people in the snake world's case, I feel. Uh, I feel like I forget all the people who are going. It'd just be nice to be, like, with all of our friends also in one place. Like, when Riley came to Carpet Fest, like, obviously that was our first time meeting Riley, but also just, like, having him there with everyone. His physical presence. Yeah. So Riley, or actually, I don't know if Riley's going to be there. Um, but Brandon Wheeler is going to be there. I saw, like, obviously Bill, Ian, like, just having Batty, everyone all together. Yeah, is but, Bill going? But Ryan knows the number one person I want to meet. 
Uh, she's not even here to see it. Yeah, John the Deep just beat That's <laughs> who I want to meet. That's the one person I want to meet. <laughs> Welcome to Dickas. Deep dish pizza. <laughs> so that will be something that... Ooh, Joe knows the answer to James's question. What did James say? What's the coolest thing you think we're bringing to Tim? Good question, James. I don't know. That's kind of hard because... You get, one, you get that. into like the intricacies of your own collection in a weird way to where you have these favorite snakes that no one else will appreciate. And one thing that I really, really love is this. And I think anyone can appreciate this. Everyone can appreciate Melissa trying to get that door open as well. Pretty pathetic if you ask me. So, But, but we have this fire tester. So Amel Diffuse tester a mask that is just so contrasted. It's so bright red. And it's just amazing. It's an amazing animal. So that is one of my favorite animals. We will also have an Ultramel Mask Tessera, which is super cool. And then as well as some of our just random, uh, we have this email buff red factor. That's super cool. And I really like it. Most of the people won't get the nuance of the oranges in it. And yeah, I don't know. That's really like a, like a thing that I definitely look or that I definitely like. So Kyle asked what kind of corn looks like garter snakes. Um, I guess Tessera's. I think that's probably the one you're thinking of. So that's the thing that, that changes the pattern, the line down, it takes the line down the dorsal and then gives it some mashed up side patterns. I'm going to get, think you can talk. I mean, I know you've gone mute for the last like 10 minutes, but you want to talk while I go get that fire. Okay, we're going to show some snakes. Whoever said they missed seeing corn snakes, I hope you're still watching. I, apparently, we're showing some corn snakes. Um, what kind of corn looks like garter? Is that what he's talking about? Um, we're assuming you're talking about Tessera. Uh, bringing any adults to show? Ooh, that's a good question. So... At all the other shows, we have brought an adult, and we like bringing the brain because he's the father to a lot of the snakes. Um, and uh, but I don't know, I don't know if we'll have space. Also, in my head, I'm like, there's probably a million. That's a lot of. Uh, I don't know. There's a million corn snakes for people to see, so I'm not sure. Space is obviously a factor, but if it works out, it works out. And the brain's pretty calm, and it's just nice to be like, hey, here's a full adult, you know, to show everyone. Um, Someone said, I want to eat, not someone, Katie said, I want to eat at Harry Carey's and then go to the sports museum. I don't know what either of those things are. Um, Okay, what else to talk about at Tinley? I don't think there's a person. Maybe there'll be some people there who we've tried to get on the podcast, like through messaging them and in person, like I can convince them trying. There's it's so hard. There's so many people I want to get on the podcast that tell us no. And I get it. But it's hard. Just be like, look, it's just a conversation. It's just like us talking here. So maybe in person, they'll be more inclined. Who knows? I never want to pressure people, but I always want to try to show them how easy it'll be for them to come on the podcast. Raya said, I think taking adults to shows are really great. Just to get even an idea of how some people give an idea of some people and educate them hundred percent. Raya, um, it's definitely helped us out in the past shows we've done recently. I just don't want to take up too much of Matt's table. Um, and I just have no idea. I don't know what Tinley's like. 
Um, did you get the guys hit the odds for anything you were hoping for this year? I think the only thing we're really hoping for was just, the Palmetto. I have zero expectations. The for Palmetto's odds was better. our only odds, and we clearly did not. No, there's hit plenty those. of other odds to hit. But this snake, I forgot that he didn't eat like the last two meals, so he's probably not even going to come to Tinley. But you're not going to be able to see how cool um, he is. The video does not do him justice. No. He's super red, but you're not going to be able to see it. So hot. Yeah, he looks orange there. What the yeah. heck? Is there, are the colors that off? But he's like bright red. Yeah, what? that's very frustrating. What if we bring it down here? Oh, it's gonna mess up all your little yeah, balancing up there. Oh yeah, the head's cool. Show, see if you can show the head easily. It's the screen pattern. Oh, it's gonna you know not focus. That's cool. While he's perfectly still, it's gonna not focus. Yeah, but this is that's the mass gene that is in the head there, and pretty reduced sides, and it will probably all bleed in to be one really red snake, but. Yeah, he may or may not be there. If he decides to start eating again, that would be neat. If he doesn't, then he will stay here. But there's plenty of other cool animals that will be going. Some kind of uh, Ultramel diffused mass stuff, some crazy stuff that I haven't brought out to shows yet, should be getting going in. It Hopefully is, in the next 11 days. <laughs> yeah, but I'm trying to bring as much stuff that we have that no one else has. And that will be that Amel buff red factor stuff, as well as the ultra pile diffuse mass stuff, all this stuff that is unique to us. Cause I know there's going to be a lot of corn snake breeders and they're going to have all the pink and purple shit and all the things people like. And so I got to get some of the nuance weird stuff and get just stuff that other people don't, don't have. Yes. We'll also have some reverse Ogatees, some of our Miami Ogatee reverse Ogatees that are, you looked at me like you were surprised. No, I just had a question I want to ask you about this. What? I mean, uh, what about our people who are on the wait list for that? Why haven't we sent we those out yet? We need to hit yet? them up. Yeah, it's yeah. like, wait, we haven't sent those I up. I guess before we bring them to Tim, yeah. Yeah, you need to. But the thing is, no one no one wants, they came out like all male. True. So wah, wah, wah. Um, Okay, but we are definitely at two hours now. Um, thank you guys so much for listening to this total all over the place episode um but it's we're good. also like not even at two hours so what do you mean maybe yeah uh, isaiah said take him for a car ride maybe we take him with us to Tinley just to <laughs> we gotta i don't know put him on top something. of the dryer or the washing machine whatever we gotta do um but thank you guys so much for listening to this it was nice just to kind of you know talk through some things with us next week hopefully we will have on a guest <laughs> and i was gonna look it up but not even worth it but probably I think I think it's going to be on Monday. Oh, we have a special episode. Should we talk about that? Yeah, sure. So we have a special episode on Sunday this week. Mom. A new country person. <laughs> uh, <laughs> stop. Mom. You know how I like countries. They're <laughs> getting people from different countries. Yeah, yeah. Tell us about. Is that supposed to show what country? I don't know. No, okay. More German than anything. Yeah, that's why I was a little confused. But I mean, not too far. Someone from the Netherlands. Um, the nether regions. The nether regions. Uh, he is, uh, he he does mainly like photography of herps and everything. But you guys know we love hearing stories. So I'm sure he'll have some great stories. And like he's herped around the world. So. Yeah. And obviously we know nothing about the Netherlands and how reptiles work. I don't think he's a private keeper. Um, but he still may know a little bit. But that because he's in the Netherlands, that'll be Sunday at... 
12 or 1 p.m., somewhere around there, Eastern Time. I don't know. We'll yeah, it so go to your churches um, and then come watch us. <laughs> Snake people love their churches. I mean, they're all really religious. <laughs> go to your churches. And then we can learn about all the drug laws in Amsterdam. Yeah. Learn about um, brothels and coffee shops, right? That's what they call them. You've, yeah. been, you've been there, haven't you? Yes, but I was like 15. But so how much weed did you eat? Um, not a lot. I was 15 and I was with, <laughs> no, because I was with like an organization but, but, that like, there, but we you were didn't like, say you didn't. No, I mean, I had a lollipop. <gasps> what? You were 15? Is there like laws there or did you buy it or did, I guess, I guess 15 is I not mean, it's like... not like I was like stoned out my mind off a lollipop. Come on. You were also like 75 pounds when you were 15. <laughs> I don't remember if I bought it or someone else did. The weirdest part of it was like you walk into like a like a CVS type place, um, you know, it has magazines, whatever, but it has these postcards in there, and like sixty percent are naked women. And now is a weird. I'm like, wait, like anyone can come in here, like you know, like to, like it, it's not like it was an adult store. It was yeah. just like a normal. Don't they have like thing. boobs and on just, TV? And just stuff like and it was like just naked people everywhere. I was so not. <laughs> used to that america's a bunch uh, of prudes that and so many bicyclists lots and lots of bicyclists i think that's like the number one uh bicycle, bicycle trans it was overwhelming <laughs> i didn't like it i never could cross the street they're just constant people coming um didn't like it but amsterdam was cool other than that but yeah special show on sunday uh tinley obviously no <laughs> Next two weekends from now, we have T-shirts available. We have snakes available on our website, portcitypythons.com. Check us out on Instagram, Port City Pythons, Facebook, Port City Pythons, and see you guys. TikTok on the clock. See you guys in five days. Five days later, guys. Gonna end it. Are we pressing buttons to really end it? Church of Herp. That's a good one, Aaron.